Happy St. Patrick's Day, Bethany. I love your green shirt. Thanks, Tessa. And I love your green skirt and shirt and hat. And you dyed your hair green. And are your teeth green too? I put food coloring in my mouth and it looks awesome. I feel so lucky. Well then, I think it's time to start celebrating St. Patrick's Day. But maybe without food coloring in your mouth, tenors. I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's Thursday, March 17th, and this is the 10 News. 7, Why in some places is everything suddenly green on St. Patrick's Day? Here to tell us more about the day is 10 News correspondent Ryan Nurs. Okay, first things first. I gotta just start by saying... What? Didn't catch that? Come on. You don't know Benachthi what she said? Well, that's because it's Gaelic, which is the name for the Irish language in, well, Gaelic. And what does it mean, you ask? Happy St. Patrick's Day! Woohoo! Yeah, I said it. Today, my friends, is March 17th, or St. Patrick's Day, a holiday named after the patron saint of Ireland. But the reality of Ireland's most famous holiday is that it represents a collision of many cultures, including America, England, the Roman Empire, and these days, pretty much the entire world. So, let's reel back into history and figure out how we arrived at this day of shamrocks and leprechauns and an almost overwhelming deluge of greenness. Now we're talking. How about we start with the man himself, St. Patrick? Must have been an Irish guy, right? Nope. St. Patrick was born in England, and he had a totally different name, Maywin Sukkot. And this was back when England was part of the Roman Empire. So our boy Maywin was technically kind of Roman as well. Oh, wow, man. Anyway, I gotta just say straight up, this guy had a pretty rough childhood. Maywin Sukkot was kidnapped and brought to Ireland at the age of 16 as a slave. Aw, man. Well, lucky for him, things got better. At some point, Maywin either escaped or was released back to England. But he must have been really enchanted by the Emerald Isle because he returned to Ireland and became a priest. More importantly, he became a legend. Maywin changed his name to Patricius, which translates as Patrick. Patrick the priest had many talents, but he's best remembered for convincing the Irish people to convert to Christianity. As legend has it, part of his pitch was explaining the important Christian concept of the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, by using the three-leafed clover, also called a shamrock. He became such a legend that when Patrick died on March 17, 461, he became Ireland's patron saint and got his own holiday. The Irish have celebrated St. Patrick's Day as a religious holiday for over a thousand years. That's incredible! But it wasn't always the wild, green-soaked party it is today. St. Patrick's Day comes in the middle of the Catholic season of Lent. During Lent, Catholics are supposed to give up something that they love. Could be chocolate, shopping, even video games. What? So, for many hundreds of years, on St. Patty's Day, Catholics would go to church in the morning and celebrate in the evening. 
It was the one day you could loosen up and eat chocolate or do whatever you'd given up for Lent. But it took hundreds of years for St. Patrick's Day to become the holiday we know and love today. And that's thanks to Americans, specifically Irish Americans, who longed so heart-achingly for the mother country that they transformed the way we celebrate it. Some historians say the first American St. Patty's Day happened way back in 1601, before America was even America, in a place you would never expect, St. Augustine, Florida. No way! About 100 years later, in 1737, we know the party really got started with a big parade in the place you would most expect, Boston, home to thousands of proud Irish Americans. But what really biggie-sized everyone's favorite Irish holiday was a tragic turn of events back in the motherland. In 1845, the Irish potato famine hit the country hard. In the years that followed, over a million struggling Irish immigrants came to the United States. After this great migration, Irish patriotism flourished throughout the nation, leading to the establishment of Irish aid societies with names like the Friendly Sons of St. Patrick and the Hibernian Society. The group started holding annual parades featuring bagpipes and drums. And in 1848, a bunch of these Irish aid societies decided to unite their parades into one big mobile party, the New York City St. Patrick's Day Parade. Today, that parade is the world's oldest civilian parade and the largest in the United States, with over 150,000 participants. Wow! Each year, nearly 3 million green-wearing people line the parade route to watch the procession, a rollicking ruckus that lasts more than five hours. And it sounds kind of like this. As Americans, we're used to blending cultures, and that's exactly what we have done with our St. Patrick's Day traditions. Case in point, corned beef and cabbage. Delicious! That has become the traditional St. Patty's Day dish, and it's darn tasty. But guess what? Not Irish. Pork was more their thing. But when Irish immigrants came to America, they didn't have much money, and pork was more expensive than beef. So they bought corned beef from Jewish delis and created their own St. Patrick's Day dish. Ireland didn't even get its own St. Patty's Day parade until 1903, a full 300 years after the first American one. But these days, the parades have gone global. The parade in Boston is the second biggest, with over a million people. And while there are over a hundred in America alone, St. Patrick's Day's parades also take place in distant lands, like Singapore, Japan, and Russia. Cool! No matter where you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, You'll not only see shamrocks, but also people dressing up as little elves with beards, green coats, buckled hats, and pointy ears. That's right, leprechauns. <laughs> or, as they say in Gaelic, loberkin, which means small-bodied fellow. The St. Patty's Day icon comes from Irish folklore. The loberkin were basically tiny, angry men who had the really bad job of mending the smelly shoes of all the other fairies. They also love to play pranks, presumably because they're so sick of all the smelly shoes. Ah! The most legendary leprechaun prank that's become associated with St. Patrick's Day involves those little angry bearded elves, rainbows, and gold. 
The origins of this story are said to date back to 795 AD when Vikings invaded Ireland. The Vikings were known for looting the gold of conquered lands and then hiding it. And the legend arose that leprechauns, who distrusted humans, would find the abandoned Viking gold and bury it at the end of rainbows. Who knew that St. Patrick's Day would have such a global backstory? Well, now you know just about all you would possibly need to know, and maybe more, to have a fantastic time on this magical day. So go put on something green, eat some corned beef and cabbage, and ask a leprechaun where they buried their gold stash. Happy St. Patrick's Day, my friends. And now, here to give us the news rundown is our head writer, Ryan Willard. Thank you, Bethany. Baseball is back. Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association have reached an agreement and ended the longest lockout in the history of Major League Baseball. The Players Union was fighting for better wages, among other things. An opening day was originally scheduled for March 31st, but will now begin on April 7th, and we will get a full season of Major League Baseball. Let's go! Scientists have discovered one of the greatest shipwrecks over 100 years after it sank. The ship is called the Endurance and was used by the Antarctic explorer Sir Ernest Shackleton. The Endurance was crushed by sea ice in 1915 and forced Shackleton and his crew to make a death-defying escape in small boats. The Endurance was discovered in the Weddell Sea at a depth of 3,008 meters and is said to be in astonishingly good condition. The director of Black Panther, Ryan Coogler, was detained by police after a Bank of America employee believed he was trying to rob the bank. Coogler was attempting to withdraw money from his own account and wrote a note asking the teller to count the money discreetly. The teller notified her boss that she believed Coogler was trying to rob the bank and 911 was called. Coogler and two of his colleagues were detained by police, but when the police investigated, they quickly found that he had done nothing wrong. Bank of America has apologized to Coogler and they have resolved the situation to Coogler's satisfaction. Coogler was in Georgia filming the sequel, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Come on! Back to you, Bethany. Okay, it's time for... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. Recycling what common item will save enough energy to power a TV? Is it A, a milk jug, B, an aluminum can, or C, a newspaper? Did you guess it? The answer is B, an aluminum can. Get this, recycling one aluminum can uses less than 5% of the energy it took to make the can in the first place, saving enough energy to power a TV for two full hours. Whoa! So remember, next time your grown-up asks you to take out the recycling, you've earned yourself a few extra episodes of City of Ghosts afterwards. That's my ghost friend. That's all we've got for today, but before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. If you can't take the heat, it may be time for some cool clothing. 
The only way to play it cool this summer is in brand new Tommy John's. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler, so you can do everything better thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. With dozens of comfort innovations, Tommy John makes you look super hot while feeling super cool. From lounging at home to summertime fun. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear and loungewear. I love wearing my Tommy John loungewear because it feels great after a long day. You should get Tommy John too. Plus, you're always covered with their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So shop TommyJohn.com slash T-E-N-N-E-W-S now for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash 10 news for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash 10 news. See site for details. Thanks for listening to the 10 news. Look out for our new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is eating Irish soda bread and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Ryan Willard, Adam Bernard, and Tessa Flannery. Ryan Nurse contributed to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft and thanks for listening to The 10 News. This podcast has been named a Common Sense Selection by Common Sense Media, recognized for its outstanding content for kids and families.